What's going on, world? And welcome back to the Pursuit of the Good Life podcast, your favorite self-help podcast that helps you increase your personal and professional development. Welcome back to the show. For those of you who are loyal listeners, if you're new to the show, my name is Cameron Lovelace and I am the host of the Good Life, Pursuit of the Good Life podcast. And thank you for listening. Be sure to give us five stars. How y'all doing, y'all? Y'all good? Um, today is the, my time, October 28th, so by the time you listen, it'll be 29th, which means we are five days away from the general election, so things are cranking up, so if you have not exercised your civil duty to go vote, please make a plan to do that. I got an email today uh, saying, uh, just so y'all know, we still having this meeting on Tuesday, even on election day, so y'all need to plan accordingly basically means if you need the early vote take care of business if you need to uh move around your schedule so you can make your way to the polls go do that so by any means necessary go handle that now today i want to start off before i get into the topic i want to start off with another uh instagram meme type situation but this is a one gotta go and so today is uh these aren't all breakfast foods, but it's kind of breakfast foods. And the one has to go, so it's four of them. And the first one is pancakes, waffles, French toast, then the curveball, cinnamon buns. Again, pancakes, waffles, French toast, cinnamon buns. One has to go forever. So, I'm going to go through mine. So for me, first off the board, it's pancakes. Before I even knew waffles existed, I don't know what it was. My, I, don't, I guess it's just because we didn't have a waffle maker. But uh, pancakes was like the first to be introduced to me, even as a young child. Um, I always loved IHOP. Um, IHOP is the spot when you want to, you know, late at night there in Waffle House. Those are the two spots. So IHOP, chocolate chip pancakes uh have a special place in my heart harvest grain and up like there's so many different things you can do with pancakes so pancakes first of all is it's it stays off it's it absolutely it stays here one 100 uh the second i think we all can agree bam bam waffles so if you're in college if you grew up in a college town well not grew up in a college town if you went to a place that has a college town chances are there's a Waffle House in that city. And chances are after, you know, you got through partying or if you just was hungry late at night, you went to a Waffle House. Why? Because Waffle House is one of the spots that is open 24 hours a day. And no matter how greasy, no matter how, you know, whatever you, however you feel about the cleanliness of Walmart, they are consistent in the flavor. Like from Waffle House to Waffle House, they are consistent. And chances are, if you go there consistently, you have a signature uh, dish that you have, whether it's an all-star special where it's a hash brown egg and one waffle, what, whatever your desire is, you probably had a consistent order at Waffle House. So Waffle House, waffles, definitely off. So pancakes, waffles, they got to stay without question. Now, here we go down to the last two. For me... I got to st- uh, the cinnamon buns, cinnamon buns got to stay. Personally, the cinnamon buns is just so for me, I'm just a, like, I like uh, sweeter desserts, candies, 
sodas. Like a lot of people say like Mountain Dew is too sweet for them, but it's just perfect for me. Like, like it's, it's not too sweet. And so things like that, like cinnamon buns, like that's the weight of my heart. They ain't the weight of my, uh, my health, <laughs> but those are the weight of my heart. Those, those, you know, just made me feel good. So I, I, I think, I don't know when last time I probably need to go get some now I'm thinking about it, but yeah, like some days I'll walk in Walmart. I'll be like, Oh man, I had cinnamon buns in a while. And I'll grab a, a Pillsbury Doughboy pack and get it, get it popping. So, um, actually I need to hit up one of my friends. One of my friends making homemade cinnamon buns. So I might be need to hit her up. But anyway, um, so that means for me personally, French toast, you got to go. I mean, it's really just, it's, it's fancy bread. That's, that's it's bread. It's, it's bread that's dipped in, uh, on a skillet with eggs and all. It's just, it's, it's a fancy bread. So for me, it can go. I know I like, I like French toast, but out of the four of these, it's on the totem ball. So what is what is your one gotta go comment? Let me know if I'm crazy or if I've hurt your feelings. Uh, just let me know. All right, so now let's get into the real topic of the day. And it comes from, naturally, you guys know that um, when I'm coming up with a topic, I try to be you know, on point with uh, either the pulse of what's happening lately or if something comes up or somebody hits me up or something like that. Or in this case, comes from a conversation with a previous client that I've had in the past couple of weeks. And here's the thing. 2020 for everyone has been without question a rough year. Um, but just we are hitting about to hit November. So we're on the home stretch of closing it out. But here's the thing about this time of year in the fourth quarter. Um, particularly as we're looking ahead to Thanksgiving, you know, our, produ- our production starts to slow down. And so what this particular client was recognizing is that like, bruh, I'm just, I'm just trying to get to Thanksgiving. Like I'm stressed. I got this going on. I got this assignment and I'm just trying let me just make it to Thanksgiving so I can have a break from all of this. And I couldn't agree more from when I was in their position. So this particular client is in grad school. And so I was in grad school. I'm not too far removed from that. So I definitely remember the stress of constantly making sure that your your assignments are turned in, that you're working on your essays, not to mention you are probably a grad graduate assistant like I was, in which case you're making little money, but not a lot of money but you got a whole lot of responsibilities that you got to take care of. And when you just get out of class, you just want to just sit there and just look at the wall and try to avoid doing homework. But it's, it's crazy out here. So today's episode is about burnout and managing burnout. It's particularly this time of year when we are all just looking for uh, the Thanksgiving turkeys, the, the Christmas Yuletides and Christmas trees and, and New Year's, we, we are just looking to the end of the year to just say, you know, if I can just make it week to week, if I can just make it. But the thing is, if you have that mentality and you don't change the, the, the daily activities that have caused you to be burned out, then you're just going to repeat those same actions. And come February, you're going to be burnt out again. 
looking for the next break or be saying, okay, I need a vacation or whatever the case may be. And the thing about it is burnout happens over extended period of time. Burnout is not normal. Feeling like drained is not a feeling that we're supposed to feel consistently, realistically. You have to be able to consistently do the maintenance. It's just like with a car. With a car, if you do not get the oil changed, when that, well, well, first of all, before we even get to the oil change, the light comes on. The check engine light comes on consistently to say, hey, hey, bro, we're running low on oil. It'd be a good idea for you to uh, go ahead and take me in and get, you know, the old oil, our good oil in so that we can still run efficiently, right? And so when we take it in, of course, we're taking it in, of course, to maintain the oil, but doing that, of course, makes the whole engine work. If you do not take care of that crucial crucial part after three months or 3,000 miles, whatever your, your car is, your car will break down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. After, chances are the max you could probably go without it, and don't, don't quote me on this, I'm not an auto mechanic, but the most you could probably go without an oil change, realistically, is about five to six months. Around that fifth, six months, if you continuously driving on low oil or no oil, your car will break down. Well, scratch that. Your engine will break down and then the rest of your car will function without it. In which case, you know, you'll be without a car and then you'll really be crashing and burning the stress and then you have to come back. So the thing is, in our personal life and professional life, we ignore the check engine light. We do. We, we, we know that we're stressed. We're physically feeling the stress. We're th- seeing things in disarray. Uh, different things are coming at us and we're not managing them properly. And we begin to ignore how we feel. And the thing is, you got to always be in tune with how you're feeling when you're pursuing your version of the good life so you can know what's working and what's not working. That's very important for you to have that compass. Because if you're not paying attention, then like I said, you're going to consistently burn yourself out every so often. And the thing is, we, we look at people who have um, emotional breakdowns, who have to be hospitalized. So for whatever reason, they, they feel like something is off or they literally have a mental breakdown, in which case they have to be hospitalized in a physical hospital, like a regular hospital or a mental health hospital and the thing is it's it doesn't necessarily always happen all at once it's a buildup over time and i especially know this as a as a mental health therapist especially with stress anxiety depression like a severe break does not happen just all of a sudden it happens over a buildup over time of not checking the things that are happening And so if you now for you, this might not be, you know, a full blown break for you who are students, who are teachers, who are team leaders. This is showing up in your performance reviews, a.k.a. your grades, your GPAs, your students, grades, GPAs. This is reflecting in the things that are around you and it's showing that you were not at your best during this time and it's showing in your performance. Well, you know, some people look at me and say, well, you know, I, I, I respond good under pressure. Do you really, though? 
does it do you really perform at the same high level if you said let me take this break and work on a little bit here take another break take work on a little bit here take another break work on a little bit here instead of trying to do in 15 pages the night before it's due or try to turn in all your grades in the week of because chances are when you do that you have to shut everything else down in order to get it done and what does that look like that means you're not getting enough sleep that means you're not eating like you need to that means you're not sleeping like you need to that means you're not responsible with your spouse like you need to that means your other things are lacking because now you got to lock in and turn in things at the last minute that's literally what that looks like so we talked about the core four if you if you're a loyal listener to podcast you've heard of me talk about the core four you can go back and revisit and watch, listen to those episodes but today specifically i want to focus on what i i personally call the three aspects of self-care and of course that is um the physical mental and emotional side of your well-being and talk through how to little tips on how to manage that day to day so that you're not having to crash and burn you just say okay let me take time for myself and so what the first thing we're going to go over is the physical aspect and so you know when you think physical you think oh Cam, are you gonna tell me to work out nah nah because working out ain't for everybody to be honest i don't love working out i like working out but if i don't feel like working out i'm not gonna work out like if it's if i ain't got no goal if we're not going on a trip if you know if i ain't got something to look forward to that will inspire me to work out even when i don't feel like working out I'm not going to work out. I just, I'm not into fitness like that. So I'm not going to put on you. Oh, well, make sure you go work out. No. First of all, when's the last time you got some fresh air? Like fresh air, sunlight, and just sitting and relaxing in nature. Ugh, camera. I'm not gross like that, bruh. You are a human being. You were made to thrive outside. So I want you to just take some time to really just get some fresh air and go for a walk. Now, if you are in the uh, the Southwest or Southeast area, you're probably experiencing the rain right now. So when the sun comes out this Saturday or whenever it comes out again, I want you to just take some time and just soak up the energy, whether it is five minutes or 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever time you can allot, really take the time to physically separate yourself from the environment that you are in so if you're in a cold house all day and it's dark literally one light is on in the house or no lights are on the house you're sitting there watching tv or just scrolling on your phone in darkness that's going to affect how you feel so I, that's why i want you guys to get out literally get out change your physical environment and go and get that natural uh, uh that natural air Get that natural sunlight. Get the natural, it physically feeling it on your face. Feel that sweat come down a little bit. Yeah, I want you to just relax and feel what the outside feels like. So change, change physically change your environment. So if you are a student, you're a teacher, and your only environment is your car, your classroom, and your home office. 
you need to change your environment. Literally change the the surrounding and get a fresh just ah physically I I I'm seeing different things. So even though my mind might be focused on this, but I'm physically going to experience something else. You can also change up your routine in your food. So <clears throat> now I'm not necessarily talking about dieting. While dieting would of course be helpful, but I'm talking about, you know, change up what you've been eating as far as get something that tastes good. When's the last time you had your favorite ice cream? When's the last time you've had your favorite beverage from Sonic, from the Smoothie King, from wherever? When's the last time you had something very tasty to eat? Now, let me not go overboard because I am talking about in moderation and I'm not, and I'm not talking about emotional eating. But I'm talking about physically indulging your taste buds with something that tastes good. Just take the time out, whether it's by yourself, with a significant other, or with your children, whatever. Matter of fact, no, I'll leave the children out. But the, <laughs> the, an environment that literally says, I'm doing this for me, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this Cinnabons. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of these Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm going to go work out later, but I'm going I'm to enjoy these right now because it's what I need to refuel and change my oil just in this time. See, that's the thing with, with self-care that I think people view it as. They view it as a dramatic shift, and really it's not. It's really just adding small checkpoints throughout your routine that allows you to just check out of the, the professional side or the family issue side or whatever's happening in your life. This is just the me time that I'm taking for myself to indulge and treat myself. And so when we, when we talk about the physical aspect, I want you to really focus on what physically can I stimulate in my five senses. So if nature, you're indulging in touch, the smell, the taste with the, with the food, all of, those, all of those senses, I want you to physically engage with something. Guarantee you, it'll, it'll, be a, it'll make a world of difference. Now, the next one is where people, I think, really have uh, struggled with how to, to, to care for this one, and that's mental. How do, you, how, do you, how do you mentally take care of yourself, Cam? Well, glad you asked. So, uh, first and foremost, um, when we think about mental health and mental well-being, uh, I'm relating it more to, like, the sharpness of your mind, so your ability to you know, look at problems, process it, answer, respond to people, think of things like when your mind is clear as can be and you're able to, 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 to mentally handle different pressures and different things that are going on. So how do you treat that? What, what is the check engine light with that one? Well, that's when you have trouble focusing. Yep. That's when you have trouble maybe uh, sleeping. That's when you're constantly thinking when you go to bed and this is this this is me sometimes and I have to take a break and I have to meditate I have to do something this is when you go to sleep at night and you're constantly thinking about what's what's what you need to do what you didn't get done what do you need to do tomorrow what's happening here random things that happened back in 2011 that is when you are in mental distress and so you know what's interesting 
is that um, people with anxiety, and I've, I've since learned this and I've been telling my clients this, of course, people with anxiety actually watch the same TV show over and over again because they don't have to go through the stress of trying to figure out oh, what's going to happen to this character, why this character pissed me off, why this character this, why this character that. It's because they know how it ends and they know it turns out good or they know this is going to feel good in me watching that. So for you guys who are mentally stressed, and I would do this all the time in grad school, I would set aside one day either to binge something, whether I'm watching like six episodes or an entire season, and I would just focus on the show literally not think about anything else, put my phone to the side and just enjoy the show. I mentally focus on the show. Now, if you are, uh, if you got things to do, then obviously you cannot spend all day or half a day or a weekend uh, clearly exploring the facets of The Flash. That was for me. The Flash, Green Arrow, uh legends of tomorrow black lightning i love superhero shows y'all so i i remember like that would be my thing to do is because they would be seasons of those different shows those were what i would watch when i had breaks on the weekend i would just sit on the couch with sparkle um because she loved i think she was me and her went the green arrow in the flash so we would set aside time to watch that or we would set aside time game of thrones was popular at that time so and we were catching up so we would set aside a weekend and just watch uh the first half of the second season or third season or whatever we were on but it was that time to really just not think about what else we got going on in life whatever is happening i'm going to watch this show and think about nothing else and just enjoy it for what it is. So that's something very slight besides meditating, besides journaling um, that you can do. But another thing I want you guys to do is to express gratitude. And I want you to write down things that you are thankful for every single day. If you really got trouble with, you know, self-confidence, um, depressive symptoms or you know you're stressed about things are just not going good right now that's what i really want you to do i want you to put it on your schedule put it on a timer put it on whatever phone and i want you to set an alarm for it and say at this time on monday wednesday friday or at this time every day i'm going to write down three things that i am grateful for I'm grateful that my mom is alive. I'm thankful that my parents are in good health. I'm thankful that um, my brother is alive, that he's came through sickle cell. I'm thankful that everybody's doing good. I'm thankful that, you know, those that have caught coronavirus have not died from coronavirus. I'm thankful that things are financially great right now. I'm thankful for all these things that are happening in my life right now that can instantly change my mindset from a negative to a positive thinking you constantly shifting your mind to think of the positive things. And so when it comes to your mental health and your mental self care, you have to take control of your mind and not let your mind control you. Let me say that again. You have to 
Make sure that you are controlling your mind and your mind is not controlling you. Don't let your mind torment you by thinking about all the things that you haven't gotten done. Think about what you have got done and what you can do today. And whatever you don't get done today, boom, that goes on the list tomorrow. Let your mind tell you, well, no, no, no. Tell your mind, we meditating right now. We're going to do some deep breathing. Inhale, exhale. And we're going to relax. We're going to listen to the ocean. We're going to listen to these bells. We're going to listen to whatever. And we are going to just let our minds come in and let it come out. Let those thoughts come in and let them come out. Control your mind. Don't let your mind control you. And last of the three is your emotional. Now, Cameron, what do you, what do you mean emotional? Isn't emotional the same as mental? No. So, like I said, your mental is uh, your chicken, as uh, Marshawn Lynch says, that, you know, your, your, your mental sharpness, your ability to process things, your, your ability to sift through things, your ability to figure out things, analyze things, instead of breaking down in a corner. Your emotional well-being is all about your emotions. Feeling, expressing, and enjoying the things of life and allowing that to be. Because oftentimes what is happening is you have work to do, so I can't break down and cry. I can't express how I feel. I can't express anger right now. I just got to buckle down and I got to get this done. That was me all the time. No matter how I'm feeling, no matter how stressed I am, no matter what I got going on, no matter, it don't matter that, you know, I'm going back to my senior year now. It don't matter that my, my grandfather passed away in November and then my aunt passed away in September and we got step shows and I got RA programs to do. I got relationship issues going on with different little girls. This is before Sparkle. I got all this going on, but you know what? I got to put that to the side and get this work done. Even though I can't focus on it, even though I can't do it, I got to just turn something in. But I didn't take care of that emotional piece with me. And when your emotions are, think about it. If you are emotionally hung up on a girl or a boy, can you get much done? No. If you are sad, mad, all those things, feeling, you can't get anything done. And so, Cam, how do you, okay, Cam, I, I see what you're saying, but how, how, do we, how do we treat that? How do we work with those emotional feelings? Well, here's one that is my personal favorite, and that is music. What you talking about, Cameron? Music, literally. Think about it. If you, for those of you who are churchgoers, have you ever seen people who have literally started crying in the midst of praise and worship? people that are literally coming in with a sour mood and when worship is over there, they look like there's a smile on their face. Music can literally shift your emotions in the, in, in a, in, in a, in the direction that you need to go, or it can shift it in a negative way. My wife just told me that um, Adele and Sam Smith are, are apparently going to collab on a song or collab on an album. And uh, somebody said, Look, I only got like a month worth of crying in me if I if I listen to this. And so uh, we both laughed at that because those are like when you hear these people sing, Sam Smith and Adele, you are hearing them. You hear you picture people crying or you picture you feeling in your feels. And 
there's there's a time and a place to for that. There's a time and a place to cry and grieve and express all of those things. I, I get it. But you can use literally your favorite songs to shift your emotional well-being in a positive direction. To really just sit back and rap your favorite artists, sing your favorite R&B artists, rock out to your favorite rock and roll, sing those country songs. All those things, you can literally feel so much. And sometimes you just need that 30-minute pick-me-up to get your day going or to get your day back going in the middle of a rough day. The biggest thing about self-care is to reinforce your boundaries for yourself. The boundaries and the time that you need to do the maintenance on your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Because if you don't, you will crash and burn. You will have a breakdown in some way, shape, or form, and your performance will go south. In your professional and per- and personal life, and so don't just look at man. It's three weeks till Thanksgiving. I think I can make it. Let me just let me just put this in the back burner, and let me just put my emotions aside. Let me put my physical health aside. Let me put my mental health aside. If I can just make it three and a half more weeks. No, no, no. I want you to say, look, what time this week can I do these things? What time on Saturday at two o'clock can I go to Baskin Robbins and get a chocolate milkshake? What time in the middle of the day can I say, you know what? I'm going to take 15 minutes and I'm going to just listen to Erica Badu. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to listen to a podcast like you're doing now. What, what time can I really implement these things for me? Because nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else. So I want you guys to schedule those times. Uh, and, and personally, I say minimum once a week. Minimum once a week. Really, you should be doing three times a week, but I'm, I'm going to start you off easy. I want you to implement one time this week where you can exercise some form of self-care to prevent yourself from burning out. Because the rate you're going, you ain't going to make it till Thanksgiving. You ain't going to make it four weeks. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Or when we get to Thanksgiving, you're going to go off on somebody. And then you're not going to be invited. Everybody's going to be looking at you crazy uh, next Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever the case may be. So, Take some time and implement one day, not a full day. I want you to implement five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can do to really just set aside and say, you know what? I'm going to mindlessly watch this show. I'm going to physically just sit outside and enjoy the rain. Listen to the rainfalls, watch my dog run up and down the yard, rolling in the dirt. That's what she loved to do. Anyway, um, sorry, y'all, that was me. Um, I'm going to sit and listen to my favorite artists. I'm going to uh, paint. I'm going to do these things for me. 
each week. In closing, take the time for you, man. You ain't gonna make it to Thanksgiving. You ain't gonna make it to Christmas. You ain't gonna make it to New Year if you crash and burn tomorrow. So take the time out to go take care of yourself. I know some teachers are tired of talking about self-care, but it's what y'all need. So I'm gonna give you what you need. All right, y'all. So that is today's episode. Go ahead and give us that five-star review on iTunes. Like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel and keep pursuing your version of the good life. We're coming to you each and every single Thursday. Until then, we'll see you next week.